Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage, where it'll be fried like an egg on Britain's pavements this week. I'm Joel, a man who puts the earring into this fucking searing heat is going to kill me in the next 25 minutes. And across from me is John Harris, a man who in the last few days has decided that Boris Johnson had it right all along by hiding in a fridge. Um, if you're If you're listening to this on... Tuesday, the day it comes out, it's probably 38 degrees. Fucking hell. Hi, John. How are you doing? Hello, mate. Yeah, we've got to make sure this audio is as cool as possible for the listeners today. Well, I, I, usually, I usually do a pretty good job, so... You're a paradox, Joel. You're cool, but you're also hot, so... It's, I know. I how do I do it? I'm actually... A, I'm, I'm, I'm a sweaty man. Oh, generally. so big time. I don't know what to do. Do you put on extra deodorant? Do you deodorise multiple times? We are, we're talking two shower territory, aren't we, at the moment, a day? Oh, I think so, particularly Tuesday. I think I'll spend the day in the shower on cold. No, I won't, that's bad for the environment. <laughs> well, I won't be using no, that much water. Well, it's only one shower, John, it's only one shower. You know, they say <laughs> yeah, you should shower, shower twice a day yeah. it's bad for the environment. <laughs> one shower a day, it's eight hours, but it's one. That's a good point. Well, I, I take nine showers a day, but they're all 30 seconds long. <laughs> so I'm a very quick shower. It's difficult to know where I stand. How quick? You're right. Talk, talk oh. me through your routine. If if my shower had two doors, I could just walk through it and that would be enough. <laughs> <laughs> like a car um, wash. Yeah. No, I don't know. But the time the water is on, because also I don't keep the water running. I don't understand people who lather up whilst the water's still running. I don't I don't get oh, it so personally. Much admin. I, I get myself wet, get myself mm-hmm. wet, do the lathering, wash it off. Simple. Wow. So water on, wet. Water off, lather. Water on, rinse, done. Yeah. Mm. Easy. Right. Should we talk about films, please? Okay. Have you got one for me? Here's one from Untold Snake. Diddler on the roof. Brackets, I'm sorry. Oh, no, Untold Snake. We can't can't do that. What does Diddler mean? (laughs) It's like to cheat or swindle someone, right? Yeah, but But I think it usually refers to paedophiles. You know, he diddled some kids. That's why the in brackets, I'm I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah, I'd imagine. I'd imagine that Untold Snake wasn't fussed about the fact that she, they had come up with a film that a was about pun. someone who was a swindler. 
so the mentions of the word diddler absolutely sorry i'm on google and the mentions of the word diddler absolutely peaked in the 1800s and it's never recovered since really <laughs> it's it's incredible i the early the early to mid 1900s absolutely they, no diddler they have happening. google in the 1800s <laughs> Well, that's the thing I want. It must be relative, right? Because it's a. I assume the old references are in books, right? And then when Google comes mm-hmm. along, they must have to make it all relative to the amount of words they have access to nowadays. Because if they didn't, it, every word would just be like, since the internet has, ha- has gone overdrive, if yeah. you know what I mean. In terms How many of words do you think you have access to these days, John? Fewer and fewer as the days go by. Yeah, it's worrying, isn't it? It is worrying. I definitely find myself doing the, oh, you know, the thing. Over and over again in the conversation. So, uh, Diddler on the roof could be someone that installs dodgy solar panels. Ah, oh, there we go. They're powering his own home. Uh, so he he takes fifty percent of the solar energy and siphons it back to his own house, where he's got I don't know some. What would you require lots and lots and lots of electricity for? Well, my brain went to a weed farm. <laughs> weirdly, yeah, weed farm. So he installs solar panels in the local area. He siphons off 50% of the energy to grow weed that he's selling back to the people he's installing the solar powers on, panels on. I personally wouldn't crime. get solar panels delivered by a drug dealer, but that's just me. John, have you, it's a cost of living crisis. Second jobs. Fine. Mo, a lot of people are taking on second jobs. This hustle um, culture's gone too far. So, drug dealer slash solar panel fitter, solar panel fitter is a legitimate career. Apologies. Um, yes, thank you. How about this one from Daryl? Thor... Love and Sunderland till I die. Love and Sunder. Thor, love and Sunderland till I die. It's good. Right, before we start this, we should have a Thor spoiler chat at the end of the pod. After the credits, last thing we do, we we can chat about Thor because we've both seen it now. Um, And we'll flag it big time, so don't listen if you're scared of spoilers. Well, we'll we'll finish on it. You don't want to hear them. We'll finish on it. It'll be the last thing we do. That's what I mean, but but I'm I'm going to flag it. (laughs) Big time. Okay, Thor, Love and Sunderland, Till I Die. It's How so, would Thor end up in the northeast of England involved in a quite poor football team's So Sunderland, Till series. I Die was a... Is it Amazon? Is it, It's a documentary series it's about... N- a f- it's Netflix. Netflix okay, follows Sunderland for two seasons. There's two series. The second series of which is brilliant because they lose to Charlton Athletic in the playoff final in the final episode, which is really nice to see. That you must know, be ne- weird. The Netflix... I... Because in the mm-hmm. narrative of the show, I assume you're watching it, cheering on effectively the villains in that episode, right? So you're watching it going, yeah, absolutely, yes. yeah. But everyone else it. is going, no, the baddies won. And it's it's so nice to see the the build up and the drama to a game you already know the result of, and it's a positive result. So you can just really enjoy or enjoy their suffering and their pain. And you know, yeah, Charlton are just like background actors in that scene, right? Yeah, winning promotion, uh, it's great. Was there not any part of you watching that saying, I've got to know these players and this thing, I actually do feel a little bit sad no for No way, them. no <laughs> way, baby. That's football, I would have thought baby. sad if it was any other team. Yeah, oh, that's really? the game, baby. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, this isn't... It's going to be so is... bad at football. Uh, Thor bad at football? Much more of a rugby think? build. Much more oh, of a rugby yeah. build, yeah. He's picked up, but he's so strong. It would be embarrassing. He's so good at... Th- but he's so good at throwing. Mm. We've never really seen him do anything with his feet. That's sort of true. anything at all. Not much. So the hand sports, he's going to be amazing at. Football, he's not allowed the, the hammer either as well. We've got, we've got to make this clear. He's not, he's no, not taking the old man famously can't take hammers onto a football pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a West Hammer, am I right? Unless you are, yes. Ah, damn, I was about to get in there. You bastard. Yeah, so he should really, yeah, really he should play for West Ham. 
I don't know, John. I can't really. Is he? <laughs> where's he? Where's his natural position? Is he in goal? I th- he's defense. He's a defensive player for sure. Yeah. I don't know much about football, but I do know there's a player for Wickham Wanderers who's got a big build and everyone loves, right? So Adebayo Fenwa, he's retired now, sadly. So, uh, um, but a hero of the game. He, I guess, I guess. Well, he was like a bullying striker, so maybe that could be Thor's role. You know, impossible to tackle, big target man. There we go. Perfect. Who is the best? Who? What superhero is going to be best at football? Are we talking Flash? Yeah, it's got to be Flash, right? I think Flash has got to be up there. I think a lot of them would just simply break the rules, which, you know, like if you're teleporting and shit, I just don't think the FA would approve of that. <laughs> or if you put, if you stuck Spider-Man in goal, it just you makes would never ever web. concede. Yeah, you would never ever concede a goal. So uh, that would probably be my pick. Yeah, Spider-Man in goal, Flash up front, pff, impossible. You don't, wouldn't even need just other players. Hulk, Hulk at centre-back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're talking. And they're all really strong. So they just with a little bit of training, they can kick the ball a thousand miles. So I, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for most teams. The issue with superhero football, I'm imagining, is that they would need a lot of footballs because they would just be leaving the stadium at all times. Yeah, and you've also got to think about the image rights. You know, that's a big thing in football these days. Who owns the image rights to a player? That's part of the contract negotiations. I imagine if you're Spider-Man and Man United are trying to sign you, it's going to be a contractual nightmare. Maybe the look. The, the, I'll let Disney decide and work out the bloody image rights stuff. But if it's all superheroes playing football, maybe we make the balls incredibly heavy, and then it sort of brings That's things good. back back down to. So like it becomes like. Couldn't more Doctor Strange just portal recognize. it into the goal infinitely though? Well, this is the issue. He could just build two portals: one on the center, one on the center hole, center <laughs> yeah. of the pitch, whatever that's called. It's the, the center hole, the, the center hole. Yeah, you, and it just keeps you, spinning you, around. you know more about football than you let on, John. It is the center <laughs> hole. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of unfair. Fine. What about this one from Diabolical Pod? Nick of time. Nico Time works for TIME as a time travel agent, able to travel in time by shaving his beard. Nicking his chin. That's where the nick of time comes from, right? He finds himself back at the last day he was clean shaven to prevent a disaster at the last minute. Brilliant. And his nemesis, just in time, is the guy that's causing the disaster. They're brothers. And his... Oh. But one of them's Irish. (laughs) Because he's Nico time. (laughs) And the other guy's just in time. But they are related. They're related somehow. Yeah, Justin. So Justin's goes, an American cousin, I think. Justin's an American cousin because every perfect, American has perfect. relatives in Ireland, anyway, right? So it makes sense. One hundred percent. So Justin, time. What's Justin time trying to achieve in the past? I got it. So Nick is he's essentially a time cop, right? But a good one. Like you know, mm-hmm. let's not get into that discussion about police and stuff. And so he, but he keeps foiling Justin's time traveling, and Justin. Justin time yep. travels via a different hair means, um, which is doing his hair in a different style. So, very good, very good. So Justin, typically, his hair's parted to the left. Yep. When he gets the comb out and parts it harshly to the right, bang, he travels back in time. So he always needs a comb available. So he also has, you know, if you take away his comb, you take away his power. Yeah, and if he goes full sort of, what's it called, uh, comb over, he could go back to prehistoric times if he's not careful. And so every time he does his side party and goes back in time, Nick, who works for TIME, basically swoops in mm-hmm. just in time and stops it and basically, you know, reverts the timeline back to the, the one true timeline. And so Justin goes back in time so far 
that he goes back to a time where Nick couldn't grow facial hair and Shit. destroys all beard trimming equipment. And then Nick wow. has to work out. Nick discovers scissors at the end of the film, all right? And he cuts his beard with scissors yeah. and <laughs> saves the day. Oh, and that's go. good. I like that. Nope. How about this one from Tom? Chicken run, fat boy run. It's your classic story of a cockerel going through a divorce that decides to run a marathon. This Now, whenever we do animals and sports, I talk about this all the time. I talk about that BBC show where they did a what if animals competed at the Olympics. It was brilliant. They kind of, they scaled some animals up to be human size or have, you know, it, what would their powers, their, you know, their abilities be if they were the same size as humans. And they did the high jump and a flea like jumped into space. <laughs> Uh, this has nothing to do with Chicken Fat Boy Run, but it 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 was great. You know, they had lions running the 100 metres. There's that whole thing in Shark Week where Michael Phelps raced a shark, but they made a flea. They were like, oh, you know, now it's not... And they they had maybe like Jonathan Pierce or someone commentating on the events, like they were really happening. And then a great big flea's there going to do the high jump, and there's a bar set to the world record that's probably six metres or something. No, not six metres, two or three metres. And the flea's there ready to jump, and the flea just jumps using all of the best BBC CGI budget imaginable and jumps out of the stadium into space. So uh, I guess what you're trying to say here, Joel, is if a chicken was the size of a human, would it be able to run a marathon with ease? That is exactly what I'm saying. And uh, they do run around all day. And I mean, they run, they currently run fast enough that it's a struggle for a human to catch a chicken. When yeah, they are on. pretty quick. If it was, if it was human sized... The good thing is, a human-sized chicken could turn up at the London Marathon. Everyone just thinks it's a guy in a suit <laughs> who's gone method with their acting style. Andy, Andy Circus you know, running the London Marathon. Yeah, exactly. So they all think, you know, they're stood next to the rhino. The guy in the rhino suit's thinking, "Fucking, hell, I should have spent longer on my costume. This is <laughs> this chicken looks amazing." Yeah, it, there's probably a moment where one of the BBC presenters pulls the chicken to one side mid-race to interview them. Like, oh, what's the chicken-based charity you're doing this for? What? Great. Uh, it would be a big meme. It'd be a viral moment because everyone would think, this guy is so committed to the chicken bit. You know, he won't even chat to Claire Balding at the, <laughs> at the tower, at tower Bridge. So the question is, John, how quickly could a chicken run a marathon? And I think the answer is three hours and 29 minutes. Wow. That's pretty fast. Mm. It's all about the fitness, it's a good though, time. isn't it? It's all about the, you know, a chicken would definitely go out the gates fast. People would be baffled. They'd say, "Why is this chicken sprinting? There's a marathon it's got to do." <laughs> and then, then it yeah, would definitely... that's so true. It's all yeah. That's, I don't know if a chicken's really across pacing, <laughs> and it's just not going to be able to refuel. It's not going to hold a water bottle at those refueling points. Um, oh yeah, I have to like pack at a pack at a pond somewhere. <laughs> Right. So I think a thing that we need to focus on this, a very important element of it, is the fact that we're talking about chicken divorce here, right? Uh, and I've yeah, just checked. Which is heartbreaking. Well, and it affects so many chicks <laughs> every year. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it does because uh, roosters do not pair for life. Roosters, they just get around. No way. Yeah. So it's, I think that this. Uh, needs, all chickens, single parents. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Because the rooster's not sticking around. Yeah, exactly. So I think this needs to be from the perspective of the mother, not the father. Because mm-hmm. the father's just pissed off to go, you know, shag someone else. Shag another chicken, yeah. So, he, you know, he doesn't need to go on a voyage of self-discovery. He knows exactly what he is, and it's a cretin. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think John, it's... John, you the- can't apply your moralistic standards to a rooster. <laughs> uh, 
Oh well, I, I that's just nature, a... John. That's just nature. Yeah, that's what they tell you. Yeah, but you would never, you would not have any delicious eggs if roosters met one chicken for life. Oh. I'm afraid to tell you that. You'd Why never can't eat they be more like again. penguins? We like penguins; they make for life. Yeah, but we don't eat penguin eggs. Not yet, we don't. <laughs> not anymore. There is that argument, isn't there, that if an animal is endangered, if you ate, started eating the meat, would it become more prosperous? You know, like if polar bear meat was truly delicious, would we farm polar bears, and there'd be more polar bears, but they'd be sadder. Hmm. <laughs> What's the weirdest animal you would eat or have eaten or have thought about eating? Um, well, I've thought about eating. Is, that's too vague, Joel. I, I know that... What's his face? That's too vague because every time you, you see any animal, you imagine it under one of those silver domes. Well, it serves <laughs> up to you, don't you? I know that um, Darwin was part of a club of exotic animal eaters. And I can't remember everything he ate, but he definitely ate owl. Oh. And, there's, and there's that famous story of a of a, a a trip back from like i want to say like the galapagos islands and they brought he was back always bunch, going back and forth back and forth to the galapagos islands and they that was his back, commute and they brought back a bunch of giant turtles but they could never get it, them back to europe because they would they were so delicious they would eat them en route that's so sad so you know did, what did we, think about the do, was the do, did we eat the dodo to eat? yes the dodo was did we eat too uh, many dodos yeah, because they had no natural predators, right? So the 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 hunters would just come on and they'd be like, you're right, mate, and then they'd just shoot them. And then eat them. And then eat them. This mm. is so weirdly bleak. Um, what was the question? I guess so. Uh, do I want to eat uh, all animals? I don't know, Do you Joel. want to eat every animal on planet Earth? I'm trying to eat less That'd animals. That would be a good podcast. Fewer animals. That's, yeah, me too. That's, that's, that's my what about your dairy consumption, John? Talk to me about your dairy consumption. That needs to be sorted out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only drink yeah. milk. What what's your big what's your big vice? Cheese. I'm not a massive cheese man, which is, you know, against my heritage. It's more just milk and if, coffee and tea. It that's such an easy substitute though. I know. Just use piss. <laughs> if you know, ultimately in fifty, hundred, hundred fifty years, everyone's gonna be vegan. Do you think France will be the last country to go? Or one of the last? I think it'll be the last in Europe to go. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of the I th- I would imagine the United States of America will be a battle. Oh, yeah, that will be a battle. There are countries like, you know, a lot of uh, East, like a lot of Eastern countries and like Mexico and South America and stuff who have sort of got such nice veggie dishes that it won't be so hard. That's part of the issue is the West hasn't sort of come up with good veggie dishes. And so they don't know what they're doing. And that's how you that's how you justify eating meat breakfast, lunch and dinner, isn't it? Yeah. There just aren't any good veggie dishes. You're yeah. just like scoffing fucking chicken wings at eight AM. Have you um, tried a veggie lasagna? No, actually veg- veggie lasagna can be good to be fair. Delicious. Delicious. John, have you got a film idea for me, please? Yeah, I'm go very well, hungry now. Right, one more from from, from the uh, wonderful listeners. This one's from Knit. Lord of the Stings, like Lord of the Rings, but every character is played by Sting like an Eddie Murphy film. <laughs> he's got acting chops, right? I feel like Sting's been in things. Yeah, he's the been Sting- in stuff. Has Sting done a hilarious cameo? Ooh, maybe. I- Sting. If you type in... Oh, here's a good question. If you type in Sting into Google, fuck, man, he's the most important... He's more important than, you know, a bee sting. <laughs> That's impressive, isn't it? No, because if you've got a bee sting, you'd, you'd type bee first. You wouldn't write Sting yeah. from a bee. Baby! <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's got 116 credits as an actor, so it's going to be quite difficult to find his big cameos. Um, he was in, oh, he's in oh, of course he's in Only Murders in the Building he's in the um, original um, Dune as a big panty man uh, Zoolander 2 
I was uh, thinking it's he probably plays the character Zoolander. Sting in B movie. Come on. Ah uh, well, <laughs> the role he was born to play. You'd yeah, you'd think. Um, What's his real name? He, like Brian or something? Um, Stephen Ng. <laughs> his real name is Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner. I can see why he went with Sting. That's a, that's a lot of names. Oh, there's a lot of video. He is in an episode of The Simpsons. He is in. Oh, yep, June. That's just popped up. He's in a lot of. I don't like it when you sometimes when you go on a musician's IMDb and it's got all their music videos. Oh so yeah, not, obviously Boop. I'm clearly not looking for that. Sorry, lads, but that's not yeah. what I'm here for. What's that thing? Uh, What's luck, that thing that stings in? Oh, is it the video for the police song? No, obviously I know he's in that. No, you know he's he's had a fine career acting, so well done, Sting. I think and. Um, you know, like yeah. 90s sort of hippie, sort of yoga, you know, taking Eastern inspiration in his music sting wouldn't be too out of place in the, the sort of Tolkien universe. Yeah, definitely. So I think... I, th- I can see he, it. The, I think and the Hobbits sh- are really, were really into tantric sex as well. <laughs> the, right. I think he'll struggle with the dwarfs and the Hobbits. He'll slip into the role of an elf like a glove. He will. Do you think... How do you think Sting, obviously a very storied career as a musician, millions and millions and millions of albums sold, The Police are, you know, a fantastic band. Do you think he's comfortable with the fact that when you mentioned Sting, sort of within five seconds you thought about the tantric sex thing? Mm, does he? Uh, I don't know. Does he care? Maybe he doesn't care. How long does it take? I think it's like 12 hours. Oh, grow up. There is literally no way on Tuesday, the day that this podcast comes out, that Sting is having tantric sex. Hey, he probably has a big walk-in fridge. 12 hours in 38 degree heat, he'll die. Oh, a big walk-in sex fridge. He's got just several sex rooms at different temperatures, depending on what the external climate is. And that that's what being a millionaire can do for you. Have you... Um, so I saw this via Gogglebox, but have you seen this Netflix show where they're building sex rooms? Uh, no. What do you mean? So, Who's building them? Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen? A designer. A sort, I think she is sort of an American Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, yeah. And she, she goes to these couple's houses and they they have a spare room and they turn them into a sex room. What, but, and then they have a guest over? What do you mean a, a sex room? cinema room or something. What's a, I mean, uh, what, what do you mean a sex room? It had like sort of chains and leather outfits mm. hung up on the wall. It had a spanking bench. It had like neon lights that said like "Live, Laugh, Shag." What's the difference? What's the difference between <laughs> what's the difference between a bench and a spanking bench? Well, exactly. Yeah, and if you've got guests over, would you still use that as a spare room? I would. Yeah, hundred percent. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't mention it. <laughs> it's just a spare yeah, room. Yeah, so your the room you're in is just up there to the left. Hundred percent. Yeah. God, what what I would give for a spare room. I mean, exactly. How many rooms do you need to have how, before yeah, you go? Okay, I've done that, pe- yeah. that. That. All right, sex room now, please. There are there are t- look. There are ten rooms I'd have before a sex room. I think. Oh yeah, I think I'd get. We'd be getting to the hundreds of spare rooms before I thought. Oh yeah, one for and sex specifically. The, the, the cleanup operation of that room. Well, she didn't do that, but that's a good point. It should be a wet room. You should be able to hose it down at the end. It should one hundred percent be a wet room, or it should be made kind of exclusively of like tarpauling. <laughs> like cling film, you like you pull it all off at the end. Oh, oh, if it was a wet room, just the idea of a sex room with a drain in the middle of the floor, <laughs> with like hair in it, 
Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, do you have any of the addresses of these places? Well, it's on the whole series um, on Netflix if you need ideas, mate. Thank you very much. I'm going to get spotted on CCTV and B&Q next week. <laughs> One of those massive trolleys. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Right, John, should we do our ideas? Yes, please. Here's I... my ideas. Oh. It's Space Ventura Pet Detective. Great. Amazing. Jim Carrey gets it. We, we discover life on Mars, but it's getting out of hand. So we send Jim Carrey at a rocket ship to go and deal with it. I've definitely seen Ace Ventura, but what is he? I don't know. Is he solving animal crime? I well, don't can't I remember. Gonna, that's what I was saying. Is no, it he's, crime he's, against animals? Or, it's, no, yeah. it's surely like poaching. It's like animals being kidnapped and stuff. Yeah, and p- poaching and stuff. Not, yeah, the animals aren't the criminals. It'd be so much funnier if the animals were the criminals. That's what I'm thinking. Like when you hear about like a bull that's gone sort of rampant in a town or something, him trying to go and arrest... In a china shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I I think... Okay, so it's there's life on Mars. And of course, people have started... Because it's life somewhere new, people have started hunting it and poaching them for their rare ivory. And so we send Jim Carrey to Mars to hunt down the poachers. Ah. Oh. How delicious is this animal in, animal meat out of interest? On Mars? Yeah. And I reckon it's pretty good. Yeah. It's sort of cured in the hot heat of Mars, isn't it? I couldn't tell you which planets are hot and which are cold. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Don't tell the me what I can and can't do. You know your planets. Uh, Venus, Jupiter, Mars. Yeah. Not anymore, Pluto. Mars- Get out of here. Mercury. Mercury's the nearest boy. To the sun? Yeah. What is it? My very easy method. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. My very oh, easy method. Oh, yeah, because we're third rock from the sun, a la um, makes, sitcom. My very easy method. Makes, makes remembering but what's, planets. No, it can't be P. But what's, what are the M, what's M, M and R? Mer- we've had Mars. Oh, Mer- Mercury and Mars, there's two. There's two M's. Yeah, we've already had uh, That's my very easy method. Mercury's the first one. Yes. 
That's that is mine. Mars, right? Those are two different planets. Yeah. Okay. John, I know! But you just said makes. You said... My you added another oh, yeah, M. We've already had two M's. We've already had two M's. We could Google this, We're but- not stopping. We're not... St- no, no. So what else is in the solar system? Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. Makes remembering. Right, let's, fuck, fuck. All right. We're not going to get these in order. For the love of God, <laughs> let's just try and remember all of them. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, Pluto, no, Venus. Oh, my God. How many are there? I don't... Honestly, my astro- astronomy, astrology is awful. Eight? I think there's eight or nine. <laughs> We're missing one. There are people screaming at this, screaming, you are the th- two thickest men <laughs> on planet Earth. Uranus! Hey, how could we of all people forget that planet? That is so. Is that is that all of them? Solar system. Really we should do this every week. We should try and name. Imagine if we still missed one. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh fuck, we have what? Oh, <laughs> I want to kill myself. Saturn. I can't believe we've done this. No, we said no, we Saturn. Saturn. Neptune. Oh, what a lovely planet. We're idiots. We're the yeah. biggest idiots. Please, listener, blame the heat. Would you like for us my being idea? The world's biggest idiot. Would you like Please. my idea? <laughs> Please. Right. Uh, sticking on the Lord of the Rings theme, as of uh, two get two two ideas ago, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power Rangers. Hey. Good. Now, now, are hobbits Power Rangers or Power Rangers in the Lord of the Rings Middle Earth? I think it's just uh, Power Rangers. Maybe like you know, there's like the elves, the hobbits, the dwarves, the Power Rangers, and it's just this sort of like incredibly <laughs> Japanese anime-inspired like realm that, that no one talks about. That is a great idea. That is brilliant. Yeah, I love it. Thank you very much. Okay, John, who do you think the winner is this week? Uh, it might be you. Oh, thank you, mate. That's very kind of you. Yeah, go on. So pull your finger <laughs> out, listeners. Okay, that was that. After the music, we're going to talk about Thor, and we're going to ruin it. We're going to spoil it, so don't listen unless you've seen it or you don't care. Hello, John. Hello, mate. I thought you were really good today. Thank I you very it's much. It's very warm. I would say in the first 10, 15 minutes, our brains weren't there. No. And then something clicked. Something. And it, and it, and it got better. Taylor Swift. I... It was. A, it really was. A, we go again. We pick it up. There was a halftime team talk, which the listeners won't have heard, but you really helped me out with that team talk. You put an arm around my shoulder and said, look, you know you're good. You will be good again. This is a blip. Form is temporary. Class is permanent. That's what you said to me, and I really appreciated that. So, Thor, Love and Thunder, what did you think? Uh, wait, but wait, really quickly, I just need to address this because I remember... Last week we talked about Ben Affleck versus Morgan Freeman and who has more friends because of the pursuit. Yeah. Because of, no, not the pursuit. What is it? I can't remember. Oh, um, the sum of all peers. Thank you. Right. Yep. Uh, And you said there's a chart. You thought maybe Affleck has got it because he plays the Hollywood game. Well, Instagram and Twitter are completely against you on that. It was 87% Morgan Freeman on Instagram and 100% Morgan Freeman on Twitter. (laughs) Wow. So there you go. That was all. Right. Thor, Love and Thunder. I had a lovely time. It was silly. I'm sure some of it made no sense. Some of the jokes at the beginning didn't land, but it nailed the the landing so hard at the end and was so lovely. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care less. And it, I find the hatred on the internet sort of baffling. Well, yeah. So I was saying to you yesterday or the day before, the hate, I think the hatred on the internet really helped me out with this film because I was really excited about it. And then it came out and there was this huge backlash against it. 
everyone was people were talking about it like it's the worst Marvel film. Yeah, you know, for years and years, it's total dog shit. And so I was kind of like, oh no, is it a total flop? My expectations were, were lowered hugely. Went and watched it. Really enjoyed it. Thought it was great. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, really strange. But, really strange. I thought it was really fun. Every, I thought everyone was really good in it. Christian Bale's fucking brilliant. Yeah, he's super scary at points. Yeah, I was like the humor is the humor. Maybe the Taika Waititi humor is getting a little bit tired, but also I think there's just a general Marvel fatigue. Yeah, now so it's quite hard it. to objectively review, like criticize these films. I think without sure. having this sense of I'm tired of Marvel as a thing. Yeah, I agree. The fault of this specific film, it's just there is a constant slew of Marvel, and I definitely that- feel that. I definitely feel. Ultimately, I feel like I don't care. And with this current phase, there doesn't appear to be any sort of structure to it. Like, how are these films intertwined? There's no overriding bad guy or that we know of. And I feel like you had that in previous phases. So they just feel like I'm just going to watch these films that are kind of loosely tied together. But do I care? Do I need to watch them all? What's it all building towards? They need to introduce some sort of villain. Yeah, well, exactly. So in previous phase, well, maybe not at the very beginning, but definitely like you know in the last phase the the end the 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 post credits which we will bloody talk about mm-hmm. the post credits would tease something that was happening in like 6 months time or like a year's time yeah. at the minute they're teasing stuff that could not we could not see for like 4 years and so yeah. you're just a bit like okay yeah however Great. The, who cares the, i don't know what's going to yeah the post credit in this one was sort of weird uh, and mind blowing yeah i did a i did a great big audible gasp i couldn't believe it so in the movie, there's, well, you know this if you've watched it, there's Zeus, there's all the gods, Zeus gets injured, and at the very end, he's lying there doing his ropey accent and talking to somebody who um, it transpires is his son. He's calling up Hercules to go and do his bidding and take down Thor. We cut to see who Hercules is, and it is comedian and actor Brett Goldstein. Just insane. Um, Fucking mad. Yeah. It's just, it's just exciting to know what they're going to do with that character. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I kind of like that they're going with the gods and the. That's kind of cool to me. I'm into that for sure. The only thing, have you seen Eternals? No. Okay. Well, in Eternals, this isn't a spoiler. In Eternals, there are these like these 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 hero characters that are like called like Thena and stuff, and they're based off of gods. And the the, the theory in that film is that like what people on Earth see as gods are actually based off of the Eternals. So they're like. They, they tell these stories about right. gods, but it's actually them. So then now gods are actually also real. It sort of all cancels each other out. But Thor's, always, but Thor's always been in Marvel. Yeah, but it's been more about sort of Eastern and sort of Greek gods and stuff, not about Norse gods. That, so anyway, but yeah, right. it's, yeah, no, it's, it's I look, uh, my theory. So what would be sick, what would be absolutely sick is if they're enemies, if Thor and Hercules are enemies for a bit and then we get like a Thor Hercules buddy movie. I, I just I would be so sad if they introduced Hercules and got a really good comedy actor to do it and then had him in one film and killed at the end. I'd yeah. be really yeah. yeah. I, it has to you have to hope that it will he'll become a hero by the end of whatever the next thing he's mm-hmm. in is in. Hopefully. The thing I think which has happened with the worm turning on uh, Taika Waititi is he's got like a New Zealand sense of humor where like everything is a joke and nothing is serious yeah. and yeah. it's really dry. And so I think a lot of people on the internet now see his comments about his directing and how he is as a person as like him not giving a shit. 
but it's that's just right. like no that's just his sense of humor yeah, like yeah. he says okay. he doesn't give that a makes shit sense. but he sort of does that make i th- well that's my theory on yeah, it. yeah um are you are you experiencing any sort of marvel fatigue do you still get as excited no i i, I definitely think that um like you know back when it was just films i was so excited for every film and the when when it was like one division that tv show was amazing and I was mm-hmm. desperately, I couldn't wait every week to watch the new episode of WandaVision. Now I'm like, yeah, I'll catch them when I can. But I am still watching everything because yeah. I am, Disney has infected my brain. So what's next? Black Panther's next. Yeah, in terms of films, it's Black Panther, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp and, well, no, sorry, Ant-Man Quantumania. And mm-hmm. um, Marvel's is next, the Marvel's is next summer. And then in terms of TV. And Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yep, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And then in terms of TV, it's like... Well, that was weird, right? Because She-Hulk. they had guard- the Guardians at the start of this Thor film. I got a bit confused timeline-wise. Yeah, at the end of Endgame, they go off together. Um, they do go off together, right. And So, so Guardians base- of the Galaxy 3 is going to be after this film? Yeah, 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 afterwards. Okay. Yeah, essentially, and this this is what often happens, is like, one director will set something up, be like, oh, wouldn't it be fun mm. if Thor and the the Guardians hang out together? And then the next director yeah. goes, no. And so they just sort of, dis- yeah. <laughs> they go, all right, let's get rid of that in 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, um, that's our... And then there's Blade, there's a new Captain America. Oh, God, there's so much. I'm just looking at these. Fucking- Are you not going to oh, watch Ms. So Marvel? Have you? Do you know about Ms. Marvel? The TV show? Yeah, are you going to watch it? Yeah, I've heard it's brilliant. I'm going to watch, I will watch it. Okay. I haven't watched fucking Moon Knight I gave up on Captain America and the yeah Falcon no, and the Winter, Winter Soldier was, Soldier was difficult I um, never watched Hawkeye it's just too much it's way too much there's a yeah. Hulk one coming yeah, She-Hulk, She-Hulk Attorney at Law whatever it's called uh, yeah I would recommend checking out Ms. Marvel there is an interesting revelation at the end of that show that lots of people on the internet are not happy about but I thought was a lot of fun okay cool alright I'll do that John I'll talk well, to you about it next Marvel week chat. well done everyone let's go and die in the heat Good luck. Stay safe and shady. Not like that, like in shade. Always shady. Always shady. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.